welcome to episode 16 of the Everyday Confidence Podcast from theskillfulmind.com. I'm your host, Steve George, and today we're going to be talking about how you can use regret to boost your confidence. Hello, welcome back, and as I just said in the introduction, I'm going to touch today on a slightly different subject, and that subject is regret. Now, you might well be thinking, what has regret got to do with becoming confident? And the answer on the surface, obviously, is absolutely nothing. But we can use regret, or at least the feelings that we associate with regret, to help us do some of the things that move us from our comfort zones. So how exactly does that work? Well, everyone at the end of their life goes through a period where they look back over what they've achieved, and I don't know anyone who hasn't at least had some regrets. But here's the thing, there are always regrets about things that they didn't do. No one ever says things like, I wish I'd spent more time watching the TV, or I wish I hadn't tried as many new things during my life, or if only I'd spent more time worrying about what other people thought of me. Yet that's exactly what we do pretty much every day of our lives. As I said in the very first episode of this podcast, the best way to reach your dreams and goals is to have a powerful why. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, then it's definitely worth doing that. But as well as finding your why, there's also some great tricks we can use to help us as well. And using the feelings of regret is one of those tricks. Now, you might remember, I've said it a few times in the past, that your mind can't tell the difference between experiences that have actually happened and the experiences that we've just vividly imagined. And that's what we're going to be using today. Okay, to start with, take a few minutes now and think about something you've always dreamed of doing, but you've never quite had the confidence to attempt it. It might be something simple, like you want to take a class at college. It could be something more creative, like maybe you want to teach a group of people to play the guitar or something like that. Or maybe it's something more extreme, like you want to give skydiving a go. doesn't really matter what it is. Now, for me, I'd always wanted to write a book, and at the time... I wouldn't even answer the telephone in case the person on the other end was going to make me feel stupid, so the chances of me telling the whole world what I thought were impossible. Still, back in 1990, I decided to write it, even if I never showed it to anyone. So that's what I did. It didn't take very long to write, but it probably took four or five times as long to edit it, and that was something else I suffered from back then, was trying to make sure that everything was perfect. Anyway, once it was finished, I put it in the cupboard, and that's where it stayed for six years. Then in 1996, I found it again and decided that I'd show it to a few of my friends. So I printed a few copies out, I stapled the pages together and I let them each take a copy away to read. And they all said how much they loved it, but they were my friends, so I put it back in the cupboard and that's where it stayed. Then finally, 16 years later, I decided that I'd sell it on Amazon as a Kindle book. It's actually available to download in the Skillful Mind bookstore if you want to read it. It's called Improve Your Life with Self-Hypnosis. It's absolutely free. Um, But don't get too judgmental. It was written over 30 years ago, after all. Anyway, since then, I've written three paperback books and four more Kindle books. So this is how it's going to work for you. When you get a few minutes where you're not going to be distracted, and once you've decided what your dream or your goal is, I want you to sit down in a comfortable chair, lean back, close your eyes. So when you're ready, close your eyes and imagine that you're 80 years old. 
you're sitting outside with the warm sunshine on your face and there's a cooling breeze blowing softly over your body. And you're looking back at all the past achievements over the last few years. You go back and you remember the one thing that started it all. That one goal that put the wheels in motion. The day you decided to finally go for it. The day you decided to take a stand against compromise and comfort and do something that was worthwhile with your life instead. The day that you finally made the decision that enough was enough and you were going to break free and do that one thing that you were always scared to do. Now imagine how your life will look because you took that plunge. Think of all the great things that have happened in your life because you decided to experience that one opportunity. Imagine the things you've been able to do because you'd overcome this fear and you just did it anyway. Okay. Now, once you've enjoyed those feelings for a bit, imagine now that you're looking back at your life if you hadn't done it. And so your life continued on the same path that it is now. At 80 years old, would you have any regrets? Are there things that you'd have loved to do, but just never had the confidence to do them? And who knows, maybe just by taking steps to do this one thing, you'd have found the confidence to do anything. So there you have it. The technique is known as the rocking chair test. It's a technique that was designed by Tony Robbins and it is incredibly powerful if you use it regularly. It works because when we're deciding whether to try something new or not, we get caught up in our current belief system. We're using our fears about failure and embarrassment to help make the decision for us and that makes it less likely that we're going to take action on things that are outside of our comfort zone. But everything, as I've said before, has to either grow or it dies. And the need for growth is one of the six human needs and the only way to grow is to experience new things. Now, sometimes that could be things like taking up a new hobby or taking a class in a subject you're interested in. But whatever it is, growth is experienced much more profoundly by reaching outside of your comfort zone to get it. So that's your action task for today. Next time you're deciding whether to take the plunge on a new experience, give this particular technique a go. I think you'll be surprised. And remember to actually experience it. Spend some time visualising the sights and the sounds and the feelings you'd be experiencing knowing that you've achieved it. Do that a few times over the next few days and let me know how you get on. The show notes, as usual, will be over on the podcast page, which is theskillfulmind.com forward slash podcast forward slash 16. Again, thanks very much for listening. And until next time, bye for now. 